No judgment, just raw and unfiltered answers. Starting now on the He Said What show with your host, Simply Bree. It's before you even step 
into a relationship. So my first question for you, why do you think before someone even gets into any type of relationship, it is important to know who they are? So my thoughts on that, it's important for you to know who you are as a single individual because it's easy to get caught up in someone else's movement. Let's call it that. Um, And in saying that, it comes with a sense of, of individuality and in avoiding all elements of codependency, I feel it's imperative to have a strong sense of self before entering in with someone else because realistically, when you are intertwined with another individual, there is certain, certain you know, protocol or energy shifts or expectations or some sense of dependency that you are now I don't want to say obligated to, but you have to switch mm-hmm. up your energy in terms of this is not me just thinking about myself. I need to think about my counterpart. But also, like I said, this, going back to the question, it's important for you to have a sense of self. So whilst you're within that relationship, you can still clearly define exactly who you are and what's going on for you, for you so you can separate yourself from certain aspects to do with the relationship. I feel that's the most important imperative thing, knowing, yeah, we do, we can, I guess, we can, you know, join an idea, this, that, and the fourth, but at the same time, this is now not a conjoint situation. I'm still very Mm -hmm. much so me in this relationship and outside of this relationship. I don't want my friends going, oh, you always act brand new when you're with your partner, and then I get a whole Mm -hmm. new micro I love single Michael because Michael's this and Michael's that. But in a relationship, you act brand new. So I don't like to give different sides of Michael, even though I am a Gemini, so who knows what you're going to get. But I say that to say, (laughs) yeah, it's important to just have a strong sense of self so you don't get lost in the relationship in another human being because it's easily done. It's so easily done, you know, Uh like, just get caught up in someone else's, no, I don't want to call it mess. I just want to call it ongoing. It's so easy okay. to be so engulfed in someone else's stuff. Sometimes you tend to forget about yourself and you don't really right. know who you are. You lose right. a sense of so, self. So Go ahead. How, does, how does someone even know whether or not they're codependent? Because it can be brand new to them or they can just, you know, they can just feel like I feel complete when I'm with this person, and when I'm not with this person, I feel like I'm missing out or something, or I'm just not performing at my best. Well, I feel realistically, you like we. I don't like. I don't think people actually realize the sense of codependency until mm-hmm. you're actually in the midst of it, and you are. Mm-hmm. You are doing something that you normally do that someone else does. Like, I think codependency is such an easy thing to slide into. It's like, take for right. example, when I previously lived with my partner, right? Mm-hmm. I 
basically um, didn't have to cook. That wasn't that wasn't on the the Michael's to do list Victor scale. Michael chose the movies, or Michael would I don't know if having shrimp because I'm a pescatarian, or pull the tails off the shrimp, or I don't know, <laughs> like something that doesn't. It's not my. He just naturally took that role in being dependent of cooking all the time. So mm-hmm. it wasn't until like we weren't living together and I moved into my apartment where I was like, because obviously even when I was in an extended stay shortly after that, moving out from his place, he still religiously, you know, he only lived across the road. So he came over right. and would just bring me. And it wasn't until I moved into my apartment and I was like, so we're not two minutes around the corner from each other anymore. I got to cook. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can. Yeah. It was like, I now got to cook. So I can't even depend on that. But I don't like to feel like someone, I'm a person, I will always ask. I will never assume or demand or any of the above. I I I don't. I feel like I'm quite good with my codependency levels. Like, because mm-hmm. I always give people the option, and if they say that they can't, it doesn't become a matter of frustration. For me, it becomes let me just figure out the solution. So I, I, right. I'm not a very confident person. I haven't lived at home since I've been 60 years of age. So dependency on any other human being mentally it usually stays within myself and I usually just sit and figure it out on my own behalf really right okay so how how should someone because I've actually gone through this when I was married and I didn't necessarily realize it until once you get out of the relationship how do you deal with the situations where let's say your partner wants you to do something, but it's not really something that you enjoy doing or that you really want to do, but you want to make your partner happy, so you do it. How do you deal with with coming back from that type of behavior? Now, that's a a tough one. But um, in terms of... Okay, so realistically, if it's dependent on your partner's happiness, you have to think, am I sacrificing part of myself to make someone else happy? Mm-hmm. And if I'm having to sacrifice part of myself to make myself happy, is it really going to make my partner happy to see me make that level of sacrifice? Because we should both be able to come to a mutual agreement or happy medium where it makes us both happy. And Mm -hmm. this is two people from complete different upbringings being able to coincide with one another, which isn't always going to be a smooth process, as you could say clear. But I start to say my happiness also isn't necessarily defined by someone else's happiness. Um, And that may sound like a very selfish thing to say, but I feel like it's a healthy thing. I feel like it's a healthy Mm -hmm. selfish. I feel like it's okay okay to be able to go, 
No, I don't want to have sex all the time because spiritually I'm not aligned and you ain't right now. I don't know what's going on with whatever you're carrying right now. I don't want that to imprint or transfer to me via sexual connection. So if I ain't feeling it, I'm not going to force myself to do something that's not a genuine feeling just to stroke your ego. And that's just... I guess we could call that setting healthy boundaries and establishing happiness. Like, like when I set a boundary, you're automatically bound by that. So realistically, like, it. But at what risk is at what cost does right. your happiness take away from me? And that's what you yeah. have to ask yourself. Am I happy? Like, this this that doesn't make me happy. And a, a right. conversation should be. Happy. Communication is key, right. you know, like, right. yeah, it's going to be happy, but it, it's not going to leave me at a, dis, at a disadvantage for my personal self. So is it really that detrimental, me not giving you what you want to you in taking away from me? If so, what's the yeah. happy medium? What, what, how do we come to a common ground when we both can turn over and go, I've got what I want, you've got what you right. want? and my example is, like I said, I didn't think of the sexual situation. For me, I can say within the sexual realm, you're going to get a better version of me when our spiritual tie has been reaffirmed. Mm. You're going to get right. a better sexual experience from me when we've had a deeper conversation as to what are you going through? Why are you going through that? Why are you behaving this way? What's going on in your head? We're now aligned. I now can 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 enjoy our experience because we're we're mentally on the same page for us to now physically connect to allow our spirituality be in sync. You know? So right. Yeah, I feel that's I feel it's talking about it and realizing where can we compromise to get us both to a place of happiness. Now, the thing is, you know we are in Atlanta and so there's not a lot of conversations that are taking place in order for you to even build that spiritual connection so that ties can be embedded in some type of foundation. We're just hopping into the bedroom. We're just, or when we come across someone who does not want to be intimate with us, we're throwing them to the wayside. So how do we have more conversations to find out where someone is even mentally before we pursue a relationship with them? Now, this is something that I, first and foremost, definitely been guilty of 1,000%. I ain't going to sit over here and try to pretend <laughs> like I have in Mr. Jumper Better Her, because I have straight like that. Like, I did what I did. What's up? Who's going to check me? But I say that to say, <laughs> um, even my partner, you know, like, we, the first time we went, we had sex, like, straight like that. But I say that to right. say, I feel like in maturing now um, and realizing where certain areas of our relationship could have been better. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's, once again, it goes back to setting boundaries and finding your peace, mm-hmm. right? 
And mm-hmm. in no, you know what? I don't want. And the thing is, like, there ain't no wrong or right way in going into a relationship because there's no manual to this. At the end of the day, right. you know, we got together sex on the first night, but then I've been together for a year. So I say that to say, in terms of getting a full scope as to what's going on, sometimes you maybe you've got to go through a season and a reason to know that's what you want, and that's okay. Right. You know, like, for my most recent experience, you know, like, in talking about my most recent season, yeah, we're currently separated or we're, we're figuring things out, but so to speak, if there was someone else that did show an interest, I would be the advocate to say, look, in my transparency, vulnerability, I am not emotionally available because I've got some things to heal from and I've got some mm-hmm. soul ties to mix from and remove myself from. I am open to friendship. I am open to having a conversation, but I'm open to things not being intimate. I'm open to just right. genuinely picking your brain to know that even if you're emotionally where I want to be, if you want right. to I feel really because it, we are in such a sex-driven state, um, it's not easy to have that because obviously a lot of the nightlife is great here. Before you know it, it's one bam, thank you, ma'am. And then, like you said, mm-hmm. we're laying them to the side of a quickness. So right. I feel once again, instead of just leading with a with a genital part, I feel we gotta we gotta grow up in our sexual endeavors and go, hey, maybe this sexual bond can be much more powerful if we have some stimulating conversation. Let's get into my mind first before I get into you. Like, let's, mm. let's see some different foundations that's not the norm before we get there. Let's let the mind wander. Let's not be intimate. Let's not be physical. Yeah, we can have a maybe like a, a, a cuddle or a kiss, but let's not spend the night together on the first mm. night or on night or fourth night let's not do that let's spend time together watch a movie but this is not a netflix and chill this is a hey how do you feel about this movie what feeling did that evoke did that trigger you like who are you who are you before we in a deeper level are you for me and i feel that makes that can gonna get you for a lot of situations that you don't need to be in much quicker it's going to get to mentally, spiritually, financially even, maybe physically if you ain't happy with the way the person is treating their body, like spiritually, mm-hmm. define these things without a sexual connection because the minute that sexual bond starts up and running, oh, it's a different mm. ball game altogether. It's a different it's a ball game altogether. Hello? Okay. So, man... I tell you, wait, first of all, let's go ahead and just drop them hands together, okay? Now, for those of you who are listening, you are tuned into He Said What? With your girl Simply Bree and Michael of Michael's Mix. And we were talking about identifying your worth before, during, and after a relationship. Now, let's 
say, like you said, the season is over, and you've been damaged, okay? Your ex has done a number on you. What are some ways that people can actually pick up the pieces and patch themselves back together before they go back out into the dating world? So my number one piece of advice would be to redirect that energy into something productive. Don't don't the whole oh the best way to get over someone is getting under someone. No, that is that's probably the worst thing that you could ever do. Um mm-hmm. because once again ties of it all. But like I said, in terms of helping someone grow in their journey, you know, like go back to go back to the new you that you've now discovered or go back to the areas that you 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 didn't know who you was as a singular individual after what's going on now in this current season, figure out that person. Go into a season of self-love. Go into Mm. all the energy, all the time, all the thought process, all the emotions, the crying, all that stuff. Let's redirect that quickly all the way back to yourself. Because you've put out that for so long, it's gone. The the best healing process is knowing we all know how it is when you first get single. Trust me, the streets of all are screaming your name. Hello, like you've been up underneath the same person for X amount of time. You feeling like that good duty, you're fresh on the scene. Because and now you can be open, flamboyant, flirtatious. Trust me, honey, I get it. I understand that concept. But mm-hmm. in, even in them situations and seasons, you got to learn to enjoy you. Go out, right. yes, have a good time. But go out and just have a good time. Dance a night away. Create networking events. Speak to people. You know, you know how certain people get. Me, myself, not even people, I can talk on my own behalf. I can, mm-hmm. I know before I got into a relationship, I was very standoffish against any same gender loving male, period. I don't care who you are. Even if that wasn't your mm-hmm. intent, I would just naturally be standoffish because I don't want to deal with the problems of you potentially saying something and then I got to back it up and then you get. You know how the males go out here. There's no sense of respect mm-hmm. for any relationship. That's a cultural difference mm-hmm. that I've learned to adapt to. But I say to say mm-hmm. the main thing, I'd say number one thing, is going to that self-love season and put that energy into places that's going to, to uplift you instead of take away from you. You don't want to become mm-hmm. Satyan that's now down for everything Jack and Harry because you're much, your worth is much higher than that. Is much, right. much higher than that. Like, so in overstanding that, now your worth doesn't just disappear because because on behalf of someone else. And mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people feel that a relationship defines them. It creates, it gives them existence. It gives them a lifeline. And it doesn't. You are your own lifeline. 
But I say this to say it's not always easy for people to go back to themselves because they don't even know who they are to start with in the first place when they even got into that relationship. Right. So for that to say, I was five years single prior to being in a relationship. So in saying that, I always said to my partner, don't ever worry about me going back enough of anybody else. The main concern is worry about me going back to me because once I'm back with me, it's a done deal. Yeah. Give me too much space. If you let me on my mind wander, I'm a wander all the way back to myself. Mm. So yeah. it's the self-love season that is the, the, the most imperative. Put all that energy into your work, your time, your businesses, your friends, your family, your loved ones, like, let the love be somewhere else that isn't in mm-hmm. somebody else. Right. You know, I think okay. that's the tip I can give anybody. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's fine. For those who are listening, the number mm-hmm. is 515-602-9647, and you're going to press the number one. Friends. Friends, 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 how important during your time of healing to have positive friends around you? You don't want anything but positive friends around you. You've got to be careful of your circle because... If you are, if you've been in a relationship and one of every single one of your friends have been Satiana the whole entire time, begging for you to be to be single person again, you are the next Satiana in line, and that's on some gangster shit. Like, so realistically, you gotta have people that say, for example, I'm gonna use myself. I'm gonna put myself on the front line. You know, like Mm -hmm. I. I'll run out in the street and I'll say to you um, as a person that I have conversations with, Brie, I'm out in the club and I've just, what's it called? And uh, what's it called? Me and me and Bay ain't on good terms. We, and then I say the same thing tomorrow and then Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday and Sunday night and Monday night. Eventually it's giving, I, I need an accountability buddy. I need someone to be like, whoa, hang on a minute, Michael. Okay, cool. Once or twice, I get it. You know, that's cool for you to go out and do whatever you got to do. That's fine. But it's now getting a bit obsessive. It's now getting Mm -hmm. a bit gratified on behalf of being in these streets. You know you've got your own businesses to look after. And ain't no way you're going to be out till 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock every single night and be able to get up at 7, 6 o'clock the next morning to handle your own business, to be in the gym, to be on conference calls, to be having business phone calls, just staying on top of your own stuff, drinks production. There's so much things that you've got that your hours that you're missing that are imperative to your business. And... If you don't have those people that are going to pull you back down to ground zero at all times, it can land in a lot of, oh, yeah, we going out, friend, let's go. We single bitches in the streets, what's up? It can give mm-hmm. you a heartbeat. Like, 
before you know it, you know, oh, yeah, this dude going to be there, and we're going to this house party, and they're going to be hookah, they're going to be weed, they're going to be, it's given very much so, I'm now going to now indulge in something else because I'm, because I've given up something else. So let me now mm-hmm. indulge in, in in narcotics or or liquor. And you have to make sure you've got a, an accountable group that will handle you with care and be mm-hmm. like, are you okay? Just checking in. Are you okay? Like I know it's a fresh wound. Are you really okay? How are you doing? Do you want to go out and get a drink or do you want to just relax in tonight? What is going for your mind? What's in your spirit? What's in your heart? Let's talk because mental health is real. It's really yeah. real. So, you know, sometimes we, we have these survival mechanisms or these coping mechanisms and we sugarcoat it in, in, in work. Even if, say, even say, for example, myself, I obsessively work now. More yeah. so than ever, there's a level of grind and hustle that, and business and entrepreneurship that we can all respect, yes. But if, if I'm saying to you, oh, I've been working all night, and I'm working all day, and I'm working again, and I'm working all day, that's just as bad as me saying that I'm going to the club three, four nights a week. That's the same, right. same thing, but in a different dynamic. You know, it's not doing too much. It's doing things within reason to the point of you're not, you're not filling the void with something that can go against you. And I'm prime example. Before I had my business, before I had my relationship, a lot of my void fillers during COVID was embedded in having sex. Mm-hmm. Some gangster stuff was embedded yeah. Yeah. in was embedded in gratification because I didn't have my life together, the best sense of control I could have is controlling another human being. Like, mm. living in my transparency and vulnerability, it wasn't feeling nothing. If anything, it just made it worse. You right. know? And realistically, you know, we look for what we can control, especially during COVID, you know, finances all over the place. Everybody's going out of their mind. Nobody knows if they're coming or going, this, that, and the fourth. But realistically, like, I had to say to myself, I'm grateful for getting into a relationship mid-COVID because it had me sit my ass down and go, you know, stay dedicated to this one person. And don't, because obviously, you know, you're in a state where the HIV rate is ridiculously high. Like, I I had my fair share of scares. And being transparent, yeah. I did. So yeah. Yeah. you got to do things within consideration. And you have to make sure you have a, a circle of people that will not just be like, oh, yeah, go ahead, best friend, do your thing, uh-huh. No. Mm-mm. You need are going to look at you and go, bitch, you sound crazy, you look crazy, you're doing too much, that ain't cute, what are you doing? Because that right. ain't it. Yes, man, friend. You need to you need to up your circle because that ain't it. Okay. I promise you that. Yeah. Mm, 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 mm. All right. Well, Michael, listen. We can talk about this all night, and we're gonna. So, but before we do, what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick break, 
You guys are tuned into He Said What with your girl Simply Bree, and we got Michael. We're talking about identifying your worth before, during, and after a relationship. Stay tuned. Make sure you give us a call. Seven, I'll talk to seven, seven, zero, five, one, five, six, zero, two, nine, six, four, seven, and press the number one. We'll be right back, guys. Support of people of color begins with support by people of color. Introducing Melanin People. Melanin People is a new, innovative new social media platform people of color from all around the world. It's a place for us to interact, showcase our talents, express our passions, share our cultures, and do business, both locally and internationally. Download the Melanin People mobile app now, connecting people of color. What's up? This one Mike from Simply Sports, and you're tuned in to the He Said What Radio Network. Where we talking on the phone, so jumping and making mom, make me wanna take a trip down south. Yeah, we talking on the phone, make me wanna come on home, make me wanna take a trip down south. Yeah, girl, you never had it like this before. Baby, I'm about to blow your mind, about to blow your mind, your mind. Yeah. See, baby, I'ma work from K to A.
right, we are back. You guys are tuned into He Said What with your girl Simply Bree and our guest Michael tonight. That song that you heard is Head Rush and that's by Jay Stone. Make sure you guys check him out on Instagram. Um, you know, listen to his music. He has some really good music. I love his R and B. Um, so we are talking about identifying your worth before, during, and afterwards. And, Michael, we actually have a couple of questions that came through the website. Um, so the first question that they have is, what advice would you give to someone who suffers from low self-esteem? Mm, okay. That is a great one. Okay. So my advice to someone that suffers from low self-esteem would be, Analyze the people that you've grown up with and the people that you are now around because you can, your, your self-esteem can be raised by the company that you keep. I say mm-hmm. that to say your friends should be the first advocate to go, oh, you cute today. Oh, you look fine. Mm-hmm. Oh, your hair's giving what's supposed to gave. Yeah, okay. So, like you should have a your circle should allow your self esteem to grow. It's not something that, unfortunately, as much as you can do yourself that soul work and look deeper within, and as well as having a a group of people, you got to look for the beauty within yourself. Also, mm-hmm. it goes to the, to the self slash soul work that I tend to do to the best of my ability. And it's little things like speaking to yourself and telling yourself that you're beautiful before anybody else. You know it for yourself, feel it for yourself. And no, it's not something that's just going to come overnight. But if you keep speaking it, I'm beautiful. I am gorgeous. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm strong. I'm bold. I'm black. I'm this. If you some of the best conversations you'll ever have in the in this lifetime, the ones that you have with yourself. So mm-hmm. one that is imperative for anybody, self-esteem-wise, you've got to be careful of the conversations that you're having with yourself in your own head. If they come under the umbrella of, oh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm not worthy of that. Oh, I'm not good enough for that. I don't look like this person. I can't do this. Oh, I won't do that. If this, if the more you doubt yourself, the more other people are going to doubt you. It's an element right. of you have to find, even if it's day by day, and it's like I said, it's not an overnight situation, but definitely, you know, look into your circle, look into yourself, and a recommendation that I can give is, First and foremost, Les Brown, an incredible motivational speaker that, that literally helped me with many of situations I went through as a, as a black male. A strong female presence is Lisa Nichols. She's incredible, an inspirational speaker, not a motivational speaker. They're two different things. An incredible source to tap into. Also, myself, <laughs> if you want, mm-hmm. if you ever have a conversation with me, you know, I know we're going to get to this sector of things later, 
but I am doing a mentorship program, and I know we're going to plug all that stuff later. But in terms of, you know, having someone uplift, motivate, be vulnerable and transparent with you in your growth process, I I am open to speaking to and helping people in their journey also. So you can also lean on other sources, you know, or someone called King Hollis, who's a very powerful, brutal motivational speaker. If you need someone to shout at you and get you together, he's that guy. You know, he takes more of the aggressive approach with it. I'd say, you know, do your soul work slash self-work in looking for your upbringing and helping you mm-hmm. grow. And if it's from friends and if you can't find it within yourself, go ahead and tap into other people that you see as motivational figures or people's mm-hmm. mentality that you're thinking, I don't want to be able to think like that. So let me go follow that person on Instagram. Let me go talk to this person. Let me go see how they move and why they move. Let me go read their post. Tap into mm-hmm. the algorithm and be, basically. Okay. Okay. Listen. Go ahead. Michael. 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 Michael, you are the star of the show tonight, honey. Okay. Question that we have through he said what network.com. How are, this is, it goes right along with you. How are you so strong and focused? Well, Lord, that whole conversation gave me chills up. Thank you, first and foremost. Um, thank you. Um, it doesn't go unnoticed. I will never let someone give me a compliment and not say it. it whenever someone gives me that, it reaffirms the fact that someone's got that for me just talking. It means mm-hmm. that I'm definitely walking in alignment as to what I'm supposed to be doing. But one thing that I have been able to overstand, my circumstances are not like many in America. I say mm-hmm. that to say I don't have a choice but to be because it's do or die for me. It's make your rent, make your Georgia power, do what you got to do or you're out on the street and you got to figure it out from the ground up. Not that my friendship circle would even fathom, fathom letting me be in that predicament, but I had to get to a point where it was like, what is the most important thing to me? What do I need to thrive? I have mm-hmm. to get a solid roof in my head, a solid way of creating income and creating revenue and knowing that, my higher power, which is my main calling in life, and I'll say this with my chest, if you don't know, you're about to find out, I love the Lord with my whole mm-hmm. existence. Every fiber of my being, I love the Lord. I really do. So I say that mm-hmm. to say one of the things that I have come to overstand in my journey is he who cuts the first stone should be without sin. That ain't there, nobody. And I would never wrong or right someone because I would never mm-hmm. judge someone any standard because who am I to judge anyone? Because if I judge other people, I'm going to receive judgment. What you give is what you get. What you say is what you read. What goes around is what comes around. So I say that mm-hmm. to say on philosophy that I've now created for myself, 
no one can wrong or right me because I'm doing the best with what I know how in this crazy thing that we've all been given called life. There ain't no manual mm. to this stuff. There's no survival cheat. This is not Crash mm-hmm. Bandicoot. All that know about the old school PS <laughs> game. No cheat streets. It's it's you know give it out and not like yeah. I trust me. I've had my crash course. I like let me tell y'all like I've moved twenty five times since living in the United States from in two thousand and eighteen. Mm-hmm. So and that's just like a mini skip it into you the things that I've gone through and grown through. So the person that you hear now has gone through a lot of tests and trials and traumas and generational curses and difficulties and, and identification crisis and sleeping with people to get to where you want to be just to make ends meet. It's a journey, y'all. So mm-hmm. the reason why I can speak with so much confidence and so much certainty, God would never give me more than I can bear. And the point that I'm at now, it ain't nothing but God and God alone. And I, I don't mean because mm-hmm. I'm now managing to solidify a two-bedroom apartment in Atlanta. No, I mean the fact that I'm still walking, talking, and breathing, and I've got clothes on my back. The minimal before the greater. And that's why I can rely on my faith, and I don't live in fear about anything. God has brought me way too far to leave me now. So I say, and to answer your question, it's been a lot of testing trials, but at the base of it all, the foundation that I'm strongly rooted in is the love that I have for the Lord, which allows me to talk the way I talk with my chest. It's the love of God. Caption. Mm, I, mm, 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 Michael, you don't get all my little caps tonight. Okay. <laughs> That was amazing. All right, so the last question, what was your biggest challenge in getting over and who made you feel things you've never experienced before? What was my biggest challenge? Hmm. My biggest challenge was Dealing with spiritual growth. And in saying that, when me and my partner got together, he was married on the way out of a... He was So he was married and he was getting divorced. Mm-hmm. So that to say... Um, there was a lot of spiritual placements in his house that through that was, was oh Lord Jesus, <laughs> it was given very much <laughs> entities, demons, sage prayer, casting things out, like it was given very much so. Like, okay, Michael. Who are you in your spiritual journey, and can you handle this? 
And the thing is, it was a question, but it's a question that already had to be answered because it was already happening. So I had no choice but to step up to the plate and bare face, look the devil in the face and be like, what's up? What you want to do? Because, you, yeah, you think you bad? <laughs> I mean, it's Michael. The angel Michael, if you will. So don't play with me. So I say that to say one of my biggest challenges was was on behalf of the way I got made to feel. I got made to feel as if I was the ex-husband. I got mm. given the 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 same the same paint. I got painted with the same brush. Keeping in mind, mm-hmm. I'm opposite end of the spectrum. Let's be crystal clear. I'm not even from here. Let's start there first and foremost. Mm-hmm. Second mm-hmm. of all, I. Got, I don't withhold information from no one. I don't lie to no one. I wouldn't fathom cheating on anyone. I'm not a disloyal person. I'm not, I'm there. None of the things that could coincide to you getting a divorce in the first place. Nothing mm-hmm. of the above. Now, because I'm new to this situation, I now have to tackle through these demons tackle through his demons whilst also addressing my own triggers at the same time. It was definitely a, a, a season and reason that made me the man that I am today because it showed me the power that resides within me that I didn't even know that I had. I, did, I had no idea. If someone ever said to Michael J. Richards, Oh, friend, just so you know, you're going to be with a man that's married and going through a divorce, and now you've got to overcome that, overcome your financial situation, knowing that you're currently working out of a cooler, and also that we're going to get hit by a global pandemic where everybody's going crazy and don't know whether they're coming or going. Mm, I would have looked. Yeah. So clearly Atlanta's not for me. That's what, yeah. that's what I would have said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... You know, that was a big hurdle. That was that was one of my many big hurdles to overcome. Can I give a second one real quick? Yeah. Is that okay with yeah. my biggest second hurdle my biggest hurdle within the relationship on behalf of my relationship is being reminded as to things that he's chosen to do for me. In not being in 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 being gaslighted, in being um, manipulated to some extent, um, Mm -hmm. and trying to I don't know weaver and waver my way of thinking. That was a big Mm -hmm. hurdle. That by the grace of God. I thank God for my single season because one thing I didn't even realize in my season, single season was how healed I actually was, first and foremost. Yeah. And when you spend five years solid by yourself, you don't realize how much sense of self you actually create. So when you get into a relationship, it can be detrimental sometimes yeah. because the selfishness <laughs> of of it all is given very much so I'm going to go into the kitchen, get myself a drink, sit down at the table and look at you in your face and wondering why you look at me like I'm crazy because that's just what I'm used to. Nice. <laughs> 
it was a growing process. So I, but in saying that, it, it also gives me the, the, the power of my spiritual growth was so strong that certain things mm-hmm. couldn't even happen within the relationship without my nervous system reacting to what's going on. Mm-hmm. You can forget you can forget or, or forgive certain things within your memory bank, but your nervous system will never forget how someone made you feel, ever. It's imprinted in your fibers. So I say that to say mm-hmm. I have that much sense of a self in overcoming some of the things that he did, the gaslight and the manipulation, this, that, and the fourth. I had to overcome that and go, I am enough and I am good enough for me and this relationship. Mm-hmm. So if he has this level of love that is very strong, because as y'all can hear, one thing I don't play about is my own self-love. So the, the yeah. amount that I now love myself with is the amount that I love somebody else with. And I ain't come this mm-hmm. far without having some real gangster shit self-love. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that was one of my one of my biggest hurdles to overcome. Mm, amazing. Listen, you yeah, give it up for Michael tonight. Like, Michael came through. Michael showed his tail. And you did such an amazing job. I'm so happy to have had you on tonight. I want the lovely people out there to find out how they can reach out to you. What do you have going on? And how can they collaborate with you? So I am a coach consultant on behalf of Hustle to Business. Um, if you tap onto my Instagram, which is Michael's, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-S underscore mix, M-I-X, all details are on there. I'm always doing pop-up shops. I'm a host. I'm a motivational speaker. I'm a originally at heart a professional dancer. So anybody looking for a choreographer or some stage direction of any fact, anything of that kind, I'm here, you know, to provide any service or just chop it up or figure out or collaborate or just bounce back ideas back and forward. And really, I'm big on formulating, especially my, I love everybody, colors and creeds, it's the crystal clear. But right now, I'm big on, on, on simplifying my black circle. That's why when y'all mm-hmm. see my logo on my Instagram, it's a solid black circle around Michael's mix, because that's what I want. No dints, no pushes, no twists, no turns. A straight, solid black circle formulated so we can go forward to the magnification of the kingdom. So I say that to say I you can catch me on all social media platforms, mainly Facebook and Instagram. I don't usually I don't I haven't really got Twitter together or YouTube yet. It's all in the process of becoming a social media networking mogul. I don't want to call myself an influencer because out a few influencers, and that's just the work of God. It ain't me. I'm not the influencer. It's all God. So, yeah, I am here for anyone that is genuine, and I say that with my chest, for anyone that is genuine and really wants to get down to the nitty-gritty, because as y'all can hear, I don't play no games in these streets, and the accountability level is real over here. But if you move forward in love, light, and prosperity, I'm an open book to growth. I'm here Mm -hmm. for uncomfortable growth. 
that's where I reside in, uncomfortable, comfortable growth. So, y'all, tuck in. I am here as more of an open book, an open book with boundaries, but I am here just to uplift the nation because the bigger picture is bigger than me. It's for the expansion mm-hmm. of what God So if y'all are rooted in that, if you love the Lord, then, hey, we, we can work. I'm ready to go mm-hmm. today, tonight, tomorrow. Michael's always mm-hmm. do something. And anyone that Michael wants to tap right. in, hello, if anybody wants to tap in, if you've got any business ideas, if you have, I don't care how far, vast, and wide it may be, even if you haven't made a single sale, even if you don't even know how to launch your idea, how to grow your idea from the ground up, I'm doing a seminar this coming Sunday. It's going to be in Buckhead. All the details are on my Instagram. Bree will be there herself also. Yes. So by all means, tap in because I'm going to be speaking about all these personal, financial, physical, mental, spiritual, professional relations and how we can grow as a nation. So I say that to say that if a simple investment of just $40, just $40, y'all, and you got Michael on blast for face value, and then after that, you know, there's mentorship programs going forward on behalf of me also. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is a, the alignment of it all. It's perfect. Anybody that's at the extension of my voice, I just pray that you do tap in and let's make this let's let's make the greatness make make some waves out here in Atlanta because it's needed, y'all. Like, so we can yeah. do this about this real work ethic. We got this, y'all. I'm here, Michael's underscore mix, the host that will always do the most. So mm-hmm. hey, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I here. absolutely love it, love it, love it, love it. Um. What is- Yes. Yes. Okay. We're coming through with it. You guys for being on. I can't wait to chill with you in person. And and I'm gonna have my notepad ready. I'm gonna have my tablet. I'm gonna have everything under the sun because I already know you're gonna deliver. So I'm just I'm excited. I'm really excited to attend. And um, you guys just listening, please make sure you check out Michael's mix. Uh, you can catch him. He goes live. You may even catch him on one of my lines. Definitely check him out. Um, add me, as always. I am under Simply Bree on Instagram. That's underscore S-I-M-P-L-E-E-B-R-E-E. Also at the network. He said what network. And check out our shows that's coming up. We have new shows that we'll be launching in January. You never know who you're going to see or who you're going to hear, so you definitely want to keep it locked. Um, check out the website, he said what network.com If you'd like to be a guest on the show, all you have to do is reach out to us, okay? Email address, info at he said what network. Thank you guys so much for grinding with us, supporting us, and we will continue to bring you nothing but the best content. So until then, you guys have a good night. Bye. Thank you for supporting the He Said What Radio Network. Please be sure to check out the website where you can find more of our shows on sports coverage, music showcases, and entertainment. Are you interested in giveaways? Sign up today to receive special members-only giveaways by visiting www.hesaidwhatnetwork.com now.